You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down, and it's called for another foul. And we are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I here recording on sun- Saturday, sorry, April 24th. And we're here with Josue Pavone of CLNS Media. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. What's up, fellas? It's a beautiful day out, you know? It is. Good time to podcast. Afternoon. <laughs> do it. Go. Right in the middle exactly. of the day, right? Oh, right. Yeah. No, I like it. It's a nice Saturday out. Got my, got my snapback on. Got my Nike tee on. It's beautiful out. Feeling good, feeling good. It's finally not raining anymore in Massachusetts. It's uh, they're, they're finally yeah. decided to have some springtime. Finally decided to be spring instead of thirty degrees. So, uh, that's always a plus. But Celtics one and two over the past week. I know Sam, that's not the result you wanted. I can't imagine it's anything we all wanted. But uh, lost and that's lost to the Bulls. But they managed to have a, a really good game against the Suns. I would argue one of their better overall games of the season, uh, especially the way Kemba Walker played. But uh, yeah, just. Josue, initial reaction, reaction, sorry, to that Nets loss. I mean, it was tough because they were so close, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it had the makings for them to go out there and, and, and beat them. And, and listen, people were saying, I'm one of those people too. I was like, this is a good way to send a message. And and I, I'm saying that whether Kevin Durant was playing or not, like this was a good opportunity for them to send a message in the sense that, hey, we're not quite there, but we're, we're coming. You know, we're, we're, we're on to you guys. Yeah, we don't have Kemba Walker. We don't have Jalen Brown. But we still won this game, right? I'm, I'm saying this hypothetically because that was that's what should have happened, right? And that's then right. you get the exactly, and then you get the gift of Kyrie Irving having a poor shooting night. Like the Celtics at this point of the season, and we've been saying this for like at least like the last two or three weeks, it feels like. But like we, we really mean it this time, right? We're reaching the final stretch here. Like <laughs> they cannot afford to to just put up that kind of effort. It, it just it's just not a good sense of. Of where they are, it's not a realistic uh, re- representation of, of that corner that they turned, and whether people want to say, "Oh, well, that was just you know a ten game stretch," or "Yeah, but they weren't completely healthy." Yeah, but at least they had some attitude, you know. At least the energy was there. Uh, at least it, they showed some form of, you know, what we're not going to take it anymore. You know, yeah, we, you know, we, we hear you guys, we hear you media members out there talking about us. <laughs> Good, like I love that. You know, some people were like, "Oh, well, the media shouldn't." shouldn't be uh that shouldn't it shouldn't take that for you to, to to get focused like whatever it takes i don't care just do it because we know you we know this team is talented enough you know sure they're not you know up to par with with the nets or the or the philadelphia 76ers but when they're shorthanded i thought the Celtics had a great opportunity to send that message yeah i did too and I, i'm really bummed they i going into the week i wanted them to finish two and one they went one and two and at the end of the week, I'm saying they should have went three and out because they were in both they the games have. they lost, right. and they just didn't execute down the stretch. Even though they did a good job yesterday of getting themselves back into the game, they just kind of ran out of gas at the end. But Monday against Chicago, that was that was just kind of a rough game. Tatum was off, but he found other ways to contribute, and he's he's done that lately. Even though he was off on Thursday, he was contributing other ways. So I think that's big for him. But uh, like you said, the media really pissed him off. How how pumped were you to be involved in that with Marcus Smart? <laughs> uh, a little bit, a little bit. I, I don't know if all of my co-hosts felt the same way though. I, I feel like there was really, 
they were like, I mean, they were pumped inside, but they weren't, they weren't saying much on social media. They were kind of just like, yeah, Marcus calling us out. Whoa, crazy stuff. I guess he does watch. I guess something about uh, a, a man telling you to shut the fuck up, it just doesn't sit well with some people. <laughs> Me, personally, that's part of our job, man. We're supposed exactly. to, you know, like, that's that's how you know we're, 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 uh, we're, calling, we're calling you out because it's it's warranted, right? I mean, whether yeah. it's the, 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 the fans that are tuned in and agreeing with us or at least the, the back and forth, the, the conversation, we can have that conversation because we know how talented this team is and – uh, when, when they're not playing up to par, we got to pull their card. That's part of our job. Yeah, it's the player's job to play, and it's the media's job to analyze that play. That's quite literally how it works. So, I mean, you, you say how right. it feels. And, hey, the fact that Marcus Smart even recognized you guys, I, I think that's pretty cool. And I would I, be so pumped. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I would be uh, telling everybody, he listens to us. He said, he told you <laughs> to shut the fuck up. I mean, I look at it as, you know, there's not a lot of other, there's not a lot of programs where you can get that realness, right? That, that sort yeah. of talk where, uh, we're gonna call team of uh, call players out, and of course back it up. And I think Marcus Smart understands that and, and knew that. You know what? Yeah, we've been slacking, but put some respect on my name because I got I got a resume. You know that that's you know the the, the defensive yeah. resume that he has. He should be he should defend himself that way. So I like that. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, not that he would ever listen to my my ass, but I was on Jason Tatum's ass earlier this season with some pretty harsh words when he was like, yeah, I, maybe I remember he did, man. Too. You never know. Maybe he, maybe he was watching. <laughs> uh, he just got an inhaler. Don't, True. don't he just got an inhaler. Don't jack and back up. But after Yo, Marcus, <laughs> Marcus strikes me as the kind of person like he the, the negative is going to motivate him more than the positive. Yeah. So uh, yeah. if yeah. if CLNS media is that negative media, if, if we're that platform to to feed him some motivation, so be it. You know. You he go. has been excellent, oh, yeah. really, since he's like since, since the that. team has turned the corner. He's since been a called huge him part out, of that. <laughs> since he called him oh, out. Since he called us exactly. out, right? Yeah, yeah. He's been locking know, everybody up. Big defensive week for Marcus. Booker, yeah. Giannis, MPJ. I, I thought the second half was unfortunate because that third quarter, they, 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 we've seen this so many times throughout the course of the regular season, man. They get themselves in that double-digit hole, and, and they – Right when they are about to climb out of it, it's like, oh, there's only like 30 seconds left. Damn it. Like, it's, it's happened so many times, man. Like, it's gotten to the point where it's, I'm not impressed anymore. You know, it, it shouldn't have come to that. Um, <laughs> and Marcus Smart, as a playmaker, like, he is, that's a part of his game that, that's really going to help this team down the stretch, elevate this team. You know, I, I thought that the, the turnovers were frustrating. You know, Marcus was part of that. Um, I, I thought not seeing Peyton Pritchard. Earlier in that third quarter, I thought that was a problem. Like, listen, if Kemba Walker's not playing, fine. If Brassie doesn't want to start Peyton Pritchard, I'm fine with that. But he has to play a lot more than what we saw against the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, against a team like the Brooklyn Nets, why not give the rookie that kind of rep? You know, get those reps in against top-tier talent, and you don't have to, you know, you're not sitting behind Kemba Walker, you know? Sure, okay, you're not starting, but... We know he's capable of, of controlling that offense and, and limiting those turnovers. Like, th that goes a long way for this team, especially against a team like Brooklyn. They got shooters, you know? It's not just about those three best players. That's a full team. That is a full squad. They have a bench, you know? Like, that's it, – it was honestly – it was a huge dose of reality for the Celtics what happened Friday. And, and Pritchard was hot last night, too. It's not like he was having Excellent. an off game and Brad's got to trust him. He, he put up 22 points. I'm looking at it right now. Eight of 12 shooting, six of yeah. seven from three. Throw him in there. Throw him to the Wolves. We've seen that he can do it. it it's not like he's some unproven guy. It's not like you're throwing Tremont Waters out there like he'd had to against the Bulls. You know, no hate on Tremont Waters. But 
Yo, he threw out Carson Edwards on Friday. He was like, listen, oh, man, I'm not messing around, all right? That's when you know. <laughs> Said I'm all we'll taco with it in a second. Don't mess with me, all right? Like, he was like, he took it as like, if you if you don't want to come back and win this game, you got like three minutes to make this a close game before I pull out Tatum and everyone else, you know? It was like a blend of Tatum and and, and Carson Edwards. It was like, I'm about to wave this white flag if you guys don't get it together. So. That was ugly. That was ugly. I just realized the Celtics shot worse from the field than from three against the nets they shot no, barely it was 40.4 percent from the field and 40.5 percent from three but that is still worse technically uh point point one is worse but they only got contributions realistically from tatum smart and pritchard no one else cracked 10 points which is kind of absurd and that's not going to win you games meanwhile brooklyn is getting 19 from jeff green 20 from harris 15 from bruce brown and 13 from blake griffin i know that makes you scream <laughs> i hate any one of those roll. players have good games man Especially Kyrie was one off. Of those players this team could use, man. <laughs> all those guys you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all quality players, and they would all probably get very quality minutes on the Celtics bench rotation, which is why it's frustrating because they're all good enough to get those minutes. But in Brooklyn, it's just the perfect offense for those guys to thrive, which is why I think Grant Williams will be a lot better when Kevin Walker and Jalen Brown come back. But I I digress. But we can get into that later. But uh, he better be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. I will. I will. will Forever and always defend Grant Williams. Sam knows this. I, I, no matter when, I'll admit when he has a bad game. Last night was rough. Last night was ugly. The Bulls game was ugly. It's been a pretty bad when he has the opportunity. His year has been ugly, man. His year has been rough. What's yeah. going on? Like, he took a step back. He was better last year. How is that possible? It's because he's not in the same role. Last year, he was getting almost exclusively small ball center minutes. This year, he's played some three ball, which. He just cannot do that. He is not built to play the three. I'm sorry. He cannot keep up. And when he has been in these, you know, lineups, in my opinion, at least, um, with either Tristan Thompson running the four where they can just be super physical or in small ball five lineups, I think he's been infinitely better. And I think that's where he's got to play. And it's just a matter of finding those matchups for him. And otherwise, I guess he just stays on the bench. But you can use him and really, really use him in those lineups and Brad still obviously trusts him. Brad still throws him in at the end of every game. So I, I don't know that that's my defense for girl. Williams. I'd love to hear well, your thoughts. No, on I mean, I, I'm not play. saying uh, like, I, I'm just, I'm toughing the kid just because it oh, of what yeah. we saw yeah, last yeah. year, you know, I, I want him to take another step and yeah, I mean, that's a good point, which you just made, but like, I, I think what it, what frustrates people about Grant is the fact that he's, you know, he's, he has the talent to, to give you consistency. Like that's what it is. Not like, Oh, why is Brad playing this guy? I don't want to see him at all. No, that's not it. Like, I, you have to play him because he's flex his flexibility on defense, what he's able to do for you and switches, uh, that three point shot when it is falling, you know, um, the the volume of that shot, I think is a, an emphasis, a strong emphasis that Brad's made this season. And I, I think it's at some point <laughs> there's some parts of the game of his game where it's like he's uncomfortable to shoot that three. And I feel like he's being forced to. And sometimes he overthinks sometimes. And he's when he's when you get good Grant Williams minutes, you're like, man, like if this was the norm. That's a that's a great weapon to have off your bench. It's just it's just the, the consistency that drives me nuts. Yeah, he's yeah. he's been really good defensively, which is like we say why he's been out there. It's just oh, tough. Oh, like he missed like the like, wide open layup last night on the break. <laughs> he did in his defense. Down next like, no, no, it doesn't count, Graham. I'm still mad at you for that one. <laughs> that that's was a ugly. That trip. that made me so sad because I was like, yes, he could finally make an impact, and it just didn't drop. And on ESPN. Uh, you hate to see it. sad. National TV, yeah. yeah. I, I forget. I never watch them national. They're on like national they TV on Sunday again. 
ESPN again on Sunday. Is it on? Real oh, tough. that it's definitely yeah. not going to be local. If it <laughs> it's the ESPN local. curse, man. They're probably going to lose. Yeah, They're probably going to lose. Mm-hmm. Remember also, the the, uh, the New Orleans game? Wasn't that? Oh, if they lose, oh, if they lose yeah, Sunday, I'm going to be I'm going to be so mad. That was painful. <laughs> I'm going to be like irate. I hate when they drop games to bad teams in games that are winnable. Especially right now, they're fighting in the standings with. Teams yeah. that all of a sudden decided they wanted to start winning the same time the Celtics did, <laughs> yeah, which is even yeah. more annoying. So like, yeah, Celtics rip off six in a right row now? and take no ground. Yeah, exactly. Now they're, in, uh, the last 10. they're in danger of, of playing tournament territory. It's not, yeah. it's not good. Not a good spot. Only two and a half games above the Hornets, I believe, right now. Uh, and they play the Hornets twice in the next week, so they could they could really blow things up. Uh, if they start to suck, but I, I'm confident. I, I think they should be able to handle the Hornets. Lamelo Ball might be back though, which is interesting to say the least. I think I think we might see him for the next one though. Maybe I don't know about tomorrow. We'll see though. He'll he'll yeah. definitely. I think he'll he'll for sure be back for the the next mm-hmm. time these two teams meet. Mm-hmm. No Hayward though, which is just so ironic. I mean, like it sucks. He's just he just can't stay on the court. He was so good this year too. He just. For the life a, of him, a part can't. of me feels like he's gonna be like a late game. Like oh, he's he's available and he's just gonna drop thirty five. <laughs> Just shot thirty five, like a crisp, like a crisp thirty five, you know, <laughs> 70 percent from the floor, like just a thorough game. Just like all just right. to bully the Celtics. Yeah, just, just to mess the Celtics. I think he's gonna go back on the injury report. <laughs> he'll tweak his hand in the final seconds as they're winning. Yeah, uh, it's rough, but uh, yeah, he'll, like, yeah, we he'll do like a, a celebratory fist turn. bump, and he'll hit the stanchion, <laughs> and yeah, he'll break yeah. his hand. <laughs> oh man, poor Gordon, poor Gordon, having a great season. Not an All Star, but I mean, he could have been. Uh, another thing, Celtics had the opportunity to wear home whites last night, but they had the banners scheduled. I know Sam is very passionate about the 11 and 0 home white jerseys. I've had I enough mean, of Nike, it, and they're disrespectful of tradition. That can't is be. It, is it 11 and 0? 11, 11 and 0. And never every lost. Other jersey they have a ever every other jersey they have a sub 500 record in, which is like it's crazy. I don't want them to wear them every day. Just wear them when you play at home. It is really not that like it's not rocket science. You did it for. <laughs> Uh, what is it? 1946. Yo, my, it's 2021. 75 years. You've been doing it for. <laughs> Come on. My guy, my guy, Gary Washburn from the Boston Globe. He's been complaining about this for like two seasons in a row, man. Like he still does it. He still does it on Twitter. He's just like, like, look, you don't have to do it every time, but can you just do it once? Just wear the regular whites <laughs> at home. <laughs> it's even harder to style. be a fan of the the road greens. They never wear those ever. They When's the last time they wore them, Jack? Can you look it up? I think they're phasing them out. I think they're. I think they they low key don't like those because you're right. Yeah, the white ones. I mean, they obviously like the 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 banner version better, which which grew on me. By the way, at first I was like, these these are weird, but now I, I like. I don't them. mind them. Yeah, I don't mind them, but not every night. But the classic white, that's the that's the best. Even growing up, like that was the jersey to have. I I, I think one year, the Paul Pierce jersey was the most was the most sold. Or most most purchased out of all NBA jerseys, not just in Boston, but like it was just that was the that was a popular one. The white, the white with the, with the when the Nikes were making them, the stitched. We need we need to do our part and just buy traditional jerseys. Like we need to start campaigning for fans. <laughs> I like, really think it's up to the players, man. And, and the fact that we don't see them and it's been like a couple of years, I'm like the 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 core of that team just doesn't fuck with them. I think I think that's what it is. I'm trying man. to find the last time the Celtics wore icon. It was the Knicks game, April seventh. You know what's gonna happen if they don't if they don't go back to them? It's gonna be like, oh, those are the uh, those are like the, the the Pierce Garnett era jerseys. It's like, no, oh, no, this is some <laughs> classic jerseys. Like, yep. don't don't try to throw back these, okay? Don't 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 slap on like a, a 2010 a year on the bottom of it. Be like, this is a hardwood classic. Like, no, these are still in style. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, the last time they wore the 
the green, like normal greens, was April seventh. Next time they do it is May fifth. So they're gonna go a whole month without the the plain green. Whole month without road jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, wait, 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 let me. Wait, wait. They plan these ahead like that? I had no idea. I figured it was like week. Oh by yeah. Week or or no, week weekly. That or too, and then Jack showed me this site. Yeah. Lockervision.nba.com. It's planned. The whole season is planned out before the season even starts, which is why the they don't make a decision. But I'm trying to find how many more times to wear home whites. I think it's um, only one. I think I, I think somebody said only one more time. Nope they got they got at least two. They got two. Um, oh, yeah, two got more two. wins. That's they two got wins. It. <laughs> well, they're waste they're wasting one against the Thunder on Tuesday, and then that's they got fine. One against- that's fine. Boost <laughs> the juice the numbers. They got it. They got to. Uh, Someone's got to get these numbers to them at the end of the season, so they know they know the deal going into the playoffs. Like, they got to know, right? They don't use them know. all the time, but for the playoffs, you're gonna need a couple of these. Get out! Get out! That's uh, one thing. I feel like cards. in the playoffs, I feel like they go more traditional. Like I before Jack showed me the site, I thought there was a certain amount of times in the year they had to wear like the Nike like special jerseys, and they get them all out of the way. But like last year, they didn't wear um, the like the the weird font jerseys at all. Oh. Bubble. Those like old English letters, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't wear those at all. The black jerseys are fine. I don't I like mind if they wear those. They're just an alternate. Like they're the third alternate, not four or five. Yeah, I don't mind the black <laughs> ones. Yeah, yeah. And so they they do wear those in the playoffs. They I feel like they're more traditional in the playoffs, but it's getting ridiculous. I, I don't. How many yeah. more years does Nike's co- deal with the NBA, Jack? Can you can you find that? Oh yeah, I can do some quick Nike deal with. How many more I did years? I see something though that's suffer. interesting. So, fun fact, uh, before I looked it up, May 15th, the Celtics play the Timberwolves, right? Second to last game. Celtics are wearing their icon jerseys, so they're like normal green ones. And the Timberwolves are wearing their lime green statements, so that's going to be horrendous to watch. That That's about to be absolutely it, it impossible. Is, but, I mean, it's distinctly different colors. Even I, though I they're both still, though. technically green, Yeah. I mean, it is like night and day. Yeah. Different so, green. Nike's deal with the NBA, eight-year deal signed in 1718. So what? That 1718, 1819. Three years in. Four years in. I was gonna say this wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Oh no. Four more. Four more after this. By the time they're done with them, the Celtics are gonna be wearing like red. Because once once (laughs) Nike signed, once Nike signed, that's when that's when there was like five different jerseys every year, (laughs) like for every team. Sponsors. Yeah, and then sponsors kicked in, right? I don't mind the sponsors. Sponsors, I didn't really. I didn't think I'd get so used to it. You know, I'm so used to it now. It looks weird without it now. Like, if you like go back and watch like games from when Isaiah was playing with the team. Yeah, it looks like something's missing. Still say Boston on the front with the green ones, not the ones like the that say Celtics, like the Pearson Garnett ones. It it looks so weird without the patch. Right. Remember, uh, which team had the funny sponsor? Uh, It was the Warriors. I think they had OK Cupid. That was funny. <laughs> oh, a, I, I know the OKC. Cli- I think was that OKC. I know they have. I know the Clippers had Bumble. <laughs> the Clippers had Bumble right Bumble here, which was, was hilarious. Bumble, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And then I forget what. Uh, it was out in Cali. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say they got pretty far, but they everyone knew there was no way. Pornhub put in a bid, and they were trying to get their shot. trying uh, to get their thing. <laughs> no shot. And they were, everyone kept thinking they're going to get outbid. Like but they crazy. got really far, and so finally someone nipped it in the bubble. Like, yo, it doesn't matter how much you offer, you're not being sponsored. We're not going to sponsor you. Like, I mean, I mean, you can't. We can't have you sponsor us. Like, no, it's not. It's not okay. Dude, I have a list of all these. Uh, everywhere sponsors. would buy the Pornhub jerseys. I'm telling you right now. Like, <laughs> yo, that would those be selling would off sell. the rack. 
They yeah. What team did they put a bid in? Did they know or was it just random? I'm trying to remember, man. This is between between right before this season. I want to say one of the Cali teams. I think the Clippers have like a new sponsor. That's not Bumble anymore. It's something else. I think it was the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. I can. I it definitely can wasn't the Warriors. It was. I want I to have it up right here. Clippers had Honey, and now they have Bum. Then they had Bumble, and I don't know what they have now because Bumble says 18 to 2020. Yeah, currently it's Honey, but it used to be Bumble is what their sponsor. Okay, was. I think it was after Bumble. I think you know what? That's what it was. They were like, oh. You guys are open for Bumble. Maybe, you know, we're not too far. It's like, no, no, that's a completely different thing. Yeah. Same, same like, here. Oh, compared oh, to what you guys are doing over there. Second. Like, no, it's different. What is it? I found something else. I don't know if this is the same thing, but Bang Bros reportedly bid $10 million to rename Miami Heat Stadium to the Bang Bros Coliseum or the BBC, which you know would what? be... You know so what? Outrageous. That's one hundred percent the story. I, I just completely fumbled that. That's what it was. Yes. That's crazy. It was. I thought it. I thought it was the jersey, but it was the arena. Right? They wanted to name the arena that. Wow. That that'd be insane. BB. It would have been the BBC arena. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I'm telling you right imagine. now, the jerseys would sell like nothing. If if Pornhub oh, sure. is watching this, oh yeah, which would be quite the <laughs> opposite. Because usually we're the ones that would watch Pornhub. But uh, <laughs> they they would make a lot of money, whoever they would sponsor. They would fly like Minnesota. Minnesota needs people to buy their jerseys. Bang. Right there. I know. I know. But then there's just going to be that one kid being like, Dad, what's Pornhub? Yeah. Oh, yeah. End of that. That would End never of that. Sponsorship done. <laughs> I'm trying to look through at the weirdest sponsors. Bumble is definitely the oddest one I see so far. I don't recognize some of these. I see PayPal. That's normal. This one had a weird here. one for me. I thought OKCupid was one. Maybe that was just Bumble. Yeah, I don't see OKCupid in any of these. I have everybody share care Vistaprint, General Electric. I won't. I won't read them all, but I've never heard of some of these things. Like, what is Zenny Optical? That's the Bulls one. That's I've I, I never even heard of that. I know the Kings say, have like blue, like the almonds. I think blue diamond, almond. yeah, yeah. The almonds, <laughs> which is very funny. Wizards have Geico, which I didn't realize, but uh, I guess that's cool. Shows I mean, the best. Know, the Wizards have some Wizards. like. Like they always had like a, like uh what's the word I'm looking for like a very like probably remember that they had uh, Capital One Arena and like they, their yeah. sponsors are always like like a, sure a, a list a list sponsors. Yep, there you go. And then I just saw oh the best sponsor is Disney. I mean you got the magic. Oh, that's yeah. match made in heaven. I mean that's that was the first movie. I think. I think they were like the first batch of teams that started doing it, and they're like Disney was like, come on guys, obviously. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's got to be there. But uh, yeah. Uh, Moving away from sp- sponsors, I don't know how we got tracked down that rabbit hole. But yeah, that was quite a segment. Yeah, Celtics last night, 19 turnovers. Nets beat them 32 to nothing on the fast break. I don't know if that's ever happened. I, wh- like how? How does something like that happen, Josue? How do you get beat 32 to nothing on the fast break? They, no fast breaks? That's just like what happened for the Celtics? Like, what's going on? The Gr- Grant ruined their one chance, I guess, to get in that. <laughs> in you the know call. what? I want to say another box score has has them having three because Pritchard hit one towards the end <laughs> that was technically oh, yeah. a fast break, but still it's 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 inexcusable. I mean, I I think again it's the effort, it's the energy. You know, we we saw a, we saw them revert back to that same stagnant and you know one step behind and coming out of halftime. We're not quite awake yet. Oh wait, we're down by twenty. Okay, now we're going to come full force in the fourth quarter, and that's exactly what happened. And it's just it's too late in the season to to, to see the Celtics still have that pattern or, or have those habits, you know. Um, I, I like when, when Brad Stevens uh, puts in someone like Carson Edwards, you know, at least in that in that instance. Or at least I remember before 
uh, he'll bench he'll bench guys if, if you're not playing up to par. You know, where was Shemi? Shemi started that game. And we didn't see a whole lot of Shemi by the by this you know fourth quarter because there's a reason for that. So I, I like when Brad does stuff like that. But I also I, I scratch my head when when I'm looking at someone like Peyton Pritchard and it's just like, you know, too little, too late, you know, and and maybe if he puts him in early in that third quarter, maybe the, the, the Southern still lose this game. But I just don't understand the kind of message he's sending to that rookie right now or at least to the rest of the team, because I, I just the Celtics need to take care of the ball. They need to be careful against teams like Brooklyn or any playoff team, really, for that matter. And if if it's not if the offense is not that crisp if if it's not to to us to the point where, uh, when when the stars are on the bench that you're worried like we used to be you know like like that's where the Celtics are again and to see them revert back to that it's just it's frustrating but we'll see if they can bounce back against Charlotte for sure. Hopefully they do. I mean, hopefully <laughs> we'll it see. is it is a day game like like we said earlier it's been a cursed. Oh, um, besides the Denver game. It has been a cursed yeah. uh, time slot for the Celtics this year. They've been dominated for the most part. I mean, they got blown up by the Knicks, I remember, when they were riding a five-game yeah. win streak, yeah. by the I way. Had to, I had to watch that game. It was, yeah. it was awful. <laughs> I, was, oh, so I, think, I think that was one of the first – no, that was. I think that was the first game or the second game uh, that, to, to, for me to be back, back at TD Garden. And it was like, man, is this really happening? That was the start of the downhill for the Celtics, in my opinion. I think that was the that was the Kemba's game. first game back, by the way, which yeah makes uh, no sense. Right. Poor guy. That's right. Kemba's been great lately, though. I mean, he has been great. Kemba. He's been nothing short of amazing when he can actually, you know, play. Yeah. But what do you think <laughs> about, about that? Are you, are you getting sick of him with the back-to-backs? I know a lot of people around the media are Boston radio in particular, even though a lot of those guys' opinions don't matter. But it has been a complaint <laughs> I've heard quite a bit. I'm I'm not I I don't I don't dislike it because I just think the the playoffs is he's so important for this team he's he can you can make a case that he's the most important player for the Celtics in terms of how far they go because you know when it comes to guys like Jalen and, and 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 Tatum I mean I'm not concerned I don't know about you guys but I, I don't think it's I don't think it's them you know I think is how much can you get from Kemba and I'm not the, I'm not saying that Kemba needs to put up 30 a night like we saw against Phoenix I don't think that's the case I, I just think. When he's when he's consistent, when uh, you know he's he's blending in his offensive attack with attack, you know attacks to the rim, along with those three point shots, just getting the ball in the paint and, and being a playmaker, a facilitator. I, I mean, like when, when he's on his when he's on his game, this team is completely different, and that's when you could see them, you know, keep hold their weight against a team like the Philadelphia 76ers or the Brooklyn Nets. You know, I still think that regardless, of, yeah, sure, the Nets swept this team. You know, throughout the course of the regular season, but in the playoffs, I mean, I, I still think that the Nets are the favorite. The Phil, Philadelphia 76ers, those two are two. The two teams are the favorites. But if there's one team in the East that can knock off either one of those teams, the Boston Celtics. I mean, if Kemba Walker, yeah. if you're seeing a Kemba Walker that we saw at least, let's say, I don't know, the first round of the playoffs or last year, or just what we've seen throughout this past week or so, I mean, it's just frustrating because. The the two week span when there wasn't a back to back, he he had to sit one of those games. But before that, we saw how effective he can be, and without any breaks. And it wasn't just about, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not playing the second night of back to backs. But I just want to see consistency, and we saw that. So I'm I'm okay with that. And I knew that two week span is going to be really important because it's gonna it's gonna give us a good indication of where he is uh, physically. So I, I think he's good. And then for him to come back from that rested game where I was like, man. I, would have been nice to keep him going and have him through the whole full two weeks without missing a single game. 
He gave you a 30-point yeah. gem against the Phoenix Suns. Hey, the Phoenix Suns are two games out of first they place needed in the Western and the Wild West. Yeah. Right. They needed that. The Western <laughs> Conference, you know? Like, sure, the Suns were on the second night of a back-to-back. But Kemba Walker, like, that's why they rest him. That's why. For, for performances like that. And because there's no back-to-backs in the postseason, why put him through it? You know, why, why make him bo- why put his body through something that he doesn't even have to be physically prepared for in a, in a, in a few weeks when the playoffs are? Yeah, I, both of us agree. We, we were talking about it yesterday. And, I mean, obviously, playoffs number one priority. And it's funny. I went out after work yesterday with a couple of my friends. And I had to explain to one of my friends, open his eyes a little bit about when the Celtics are healthy, how like dangerous they actually are. So you got your starting five, Kemba, Marcus, Jalen, Jason, and Rob Williams, and then your best five on the bench, which you won't even need all five in the playoffs, usually eight, is yeah, Pritchard, eight Langford, um, Fournier, Parker, and Tristan Thompson. So that that's, compared to what you had a couple months ago, is worlds better in terms of depth, I think. Yeah, I, I think... Um... You know, to to Dan, to Danny to Danny credits <laughs> to Danny Ainge's credit, <laughs> um, I thought he did a good job of consolidating those pieces on the bench, right? Those like three or four pieces where it's just like, man, everyone's giving you a little bit of something, but it's just like, how do you put this together and get the most? How can you, you know, compile this into one guy? And it was tough to see the Celtics part ways with Daniel Tice. I I was a big fan of Daniel Tice. I thought that he gave that uh, strength to the starting unit. Um, obviously. A locker room guy, very popular guy. We saw how much he was embraced when he came back as a member of the of the Chicago Bulls. So, but you know, but that's just the price you have to pay when you, you're, you're the, the two free agent signings that you had just didn't pan out, or at least one of them didn't, and and you were left missing. You know, uh, whether it was people, what people want to say about the Gordon Hayward trade, whether it's that or whether it's you could have got something after that. Regardless, I think he yeah. did a good job of of making up for that on the fly. You brought in a, a veteran who really wants to prove himself, who give you some offense in Jabari Parker. He's dynamic and that he can play the five, he can play the four for you. You have him for another year. That was really important. And you use your 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 um your uh exception, your your uh player level exception on um on Evan Fournier. You didn't use the whole thing. Yeah, he's on, on the top of your list of someone that you have to sign during the offseason, but you gave the Celtics a viable piece and and someone who could score 20 points, a shooter. Uh, someone that can really move the move the ball as well, you know. I think that's a part of his game that's going to really help this team. Almost a little bit of what we saw from Gordon Hayward, but obviously, I think Hayward's just a better player overall. But that's the kind of weapon that this team needed. I think addressing that wing position was so important before the before the playoffs, and he did that. And I think they got two job. of them. Yeah, yeah, Parker and got Ford, two yeah. of them. And then and then you got a you got a backup piece on Cornette. Don't don't sleep with Cornette now. Like that's what like, I'm saying. Jack I'm not saying Cornette's going to be someone that can give you plenty of minutes in the postseason, but he's a backup plan. You know, he's a backup guy if, if shit goes down. And, and also, it's easy to forget that Robert Williams, he's a big part of this as well. So his health is going to be important for this team. Are you concerned yeah. about him at all? I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I really, really? You know, he was reaching that part. He was reaching the, reaching the point of his, of his career where, where he was making uh, scouting reports. You know, we, we saw that coming, right? That's just what, that's what happens. Even before yeah. the starter, we all knew that's going to happen because ESPN is talking about him. He's on, you know, he's, 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 he's his highlights, his dunks and everything on both ends of the floor. Teams pick up on that. And you saw how opposing teams switched up their defenses. We saw what Joel Embiid did to him, man. I mean, I, I think I think Robert Williams just now, like his, his nightmare has just ended. 
because Joel Embiid, like you remember after that, <laughs> he had a rough stretch of games. Yeah, and he was missing. I just dunks. think that was the that was a testament of teams just just preparing themselves for him. You know, he he made the the scouting reports, and then now you now you adjust. You know, and I, and I think he was going to do that, but then he got hurt, so it's a setback. Hopefully, we see him soon. Mm-hmm. Are you worried about Jalen too? Because I mean, that injury doesn't sound great. Brad said it wasn't severe, but still. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't sound great, but I, I'm not too worried just because he's considered day to day. I think if it was something that that the Celtics are really worried about, that they would take more time with him because of the playoffs. You know, we're, we're about three weeks away. Was it 12 games left? 11 games left? So yeah, crazy. I mean, the Celtics have always been, and I believe this. Brad Stevens has said it. Like it, it's it's about health over playoff positioning. So yep. if if it was if it was that urgent. He wouldn't. I don't think he he would. He wouldn't be day to day. Yeah, I've had enough of the training staff. Right? <laughs> I don't think they get enough flack. To be honest with you, yeah. you've got guys with nagging injuries. The Kemba knee, which might not be their fault. The Robert Williams, all the things he's had. Romeo, uh, the Jalen Brown, little things he gets tendonitis. I mean, it, it's time. These guys need to be on the hot seat. I don't know any of their names, <laughs> but I've had enough. <laughs> Poor guys. Poor guys. I mean, the Celtics have just been ravaged with injuries. You got to, like, what, most COVID, in COVID as well, I mean, most games lost or missed or whatever because of COVID, it's the Celtics this year. I mean, then you question why they're having a down season. Right, and the training staff inviting them out to parties so they can mingle with the, <laughs> the infected? Yeah. What's going Don't on here? The training Not staff. good. God. No, I mean, everybody's having rough seasons, though, especially in the East. Pacers, Heat, Raptors, three constant playoff teams all fighting for the play-in at this point, which is crazy. Celtics are in a better position than those Poverty. guys. I mean, <laughs> Could never Toronto. Be me. Toronto is, that blows my mind the most. I mean, Chris Boucher's out for the season now, so they're really screwed. But I, that, what's up with, I don't understand. What's up with Lowry, though? Is I don't know, he... man. Was, was he didn't get the memo about the trade? And then it was like, oh, I'm still here? Wait, I thought I was getting traded. Like, I, I don't get it. It, it. I hope, I hope that's not the case. But then again, maybe that's what the Raptors want to do. Maybe they kind of want to shut things down and figure out what their next step is in the offseason. My guess is Kyle Lowry is probably not going to be with them. I can't imagine. I mean, what I saw, I think Ujiri uh, commented about it after the trade deadline, and he was like, I didn't see anything I liked for. Lowry, especially with the fact that we respect him so much, I'm not going to trade him for nothing. So I'd rather keep him and have him for this season. And yeah, but why do you around. feel like Kyle Lowry was just like, I saw something I like. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. I want to win a championship. What's wrong with you? <laughs> he's calling Drake at the at, at the deadline. He's like, I'm gone. See you later, bro. <laughs> he's no, just Joe. Drake called him. That was that was wild. Oh, even I'm better. like, that's, oh, this is it. He's he crazy. Be leaving. Like yeah, Drake's calling you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Was it the I mean, Lakers? Was it Philly? I don't I know. There's a lot of reports Philly. out there. I, it had to have been Philly. I, that's my opinion. Well, I he's think. from there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, so, yeah, he's imagine how good pissed. they'd be with Philly. They'd be so he's pissed. He's so Very happy he didn't go to either of those teams. <laughs> Kyle's trying to go back to the finals, man. He's oh, like, yeah. what's going on? Get me out of here. Sam and I disagree on Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle Lowry's a good basketball player. Sam, Sam's he like, earned a little respect for me in the playoffs after being a consistent <laughs> prick for seven games, but uh, he's still, I don't know. Uh, to me, he doesn't. He's not like a like over the top amazing player. You know, he you'd love, he's you'd love him on this team. Though. Oh, I know he would. It's like <laughs> that. That's one thing. Like he would be such a they, fan favorite. He plays hard, which is one Between thing. Between him and Marcus Smart, man, they yeah. would be like trying to outdo each other. It would be insane. Like 
the, the backcourt defense would just be top notch. It would oh, be yeah. like, oh, that'd be insane. I, I was all for a Kemba for Lowry trade at the deadline, throwing a pick, get Lowry back on the expiring. That way the contract's up the end of season two. I, I was all for it. I don't think the Raptors would have bit, but that would have, that yeah, was my hope. But, uh, but yeah, I think for like Kemba, that. it's that extra year, you know? That's it's tough. It's hard to trade that contract because that extra year. It's like next year and another one. It's like oh, geez, all right, <laughs> you know, like yeah. at least a, a team that's that's trying to make a, a push to the playoffs or a deep playoff, you know, run. At least you can promise them, okay, yeah, the rest of this year and then next year. We're not quite sure where he's at, but you know, all right, we we'll, we'll work with that. But then when you tack on an additional year, that could just be money. a disastrous end of the road. You know, end of the road of your career. What do we yeah. do with this guy just sitting on your books, you know, over 30 million a year, you know? So then let me ask you, does Kemba finish his contract in Boston in your opinion? Or is he is he dealt? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> Cause we've seen like the magic have been interested. We saw Danny Ainge tried to deal him at this past. I think what makes it so hard is that that last one is not a oh am I, am I, is it it's not an option, right? Am I mistaken? I think there is a be... player option in there, but he's probably gonna take well. I don't know. We all, we all said that about Hayward. And he, I was just going to say, if he doesn't take that, here. if he doesn't take that, I can see the Celtics restructuring. Player. But if he player. does, he's, he's got he's a fire out. option, yeah. Yeah. But it's so hard to tell, man. Like, the NBA, like, remember how, like, it used to be, like, every year is different? I feel like it's, like, every, like, every, like, half season, a team can look completely different. I mean, look at the Brooklyn oh, Nets. yeah. I, I mean, when people are like, oh, let's still have this two-year window. And I'm just like, well, is it really two years? Because... Two years just happened, if you really think about it. Yeah. <laughs> this year, last year, yeah. and it's like all of a sudden, if the Celtics next year, let's just say hypothetically, right? The Celtics, if, if they're a 500 team, uh, 25 ga- or 26 games into this regular season, what's going to happen then, right? We don't know what what what, Brad, what, what Jalen Brown or, or Tatum going to feel like. You know, it's just so hard. To di- it's difficult to gauge because we've seen this before, like. People don't yep. think that just because these guys, these both these guys are under contract for you know two, three plus years, that one of them might not, might say, "Hey, I don't like what the direction this team's going." And I'm not saying that one of them's going to ask for a trade, but maybe Brad's gone. Maybe the team blows up in one way or another. Like there's there's a lot of different things that can happen. And I think this season, of course, is gonna we're gonna a better understanding of that. But then of course next year as well, the first half of next year, because a lot of things that happened this year were out of the substance's control. So I think that's not. It's not fair to say, oh, well, you know, Brad shouldn't have done this, shouldn't have done that. But if the players, it's all about how the players are going to feel midseason next year and where this team is. I, yeah. I think they're on the upswing. I mean, I, like just talking about the depth that they've added, they do have to re-sign Fournier, of course, but they're in a better position than they were two months ago. And that's not anything about their play, just the roster they have, because they were struggling a lot because Tatum and Brown would go out and there would be no one to help them. Now you've got Pritchard stepping up big time last night, of course, but he's gotten past the rookie wall. It looks like he's kind of back to the guy everyone was hyped up about beginning of the season. You have Fournier now who, before he got COVID, was shooting the lights out. I'm sure he'll be back. Uh, Parker, who's been all right, pretty pretty decent in his debut week. I like Jabari. I like him. Yeah. So you've got all those guys off your bench now. You don't have to rely on Ojale to score or even Romeo to score. When he's out there, he's really playing defense, which he's doing a pretty good job at. So I, I'm pumped in the way that Danny was able to restructure the team midseason without really having to take too many pegs out. It was it was free, as I like right. to say. 
Sam loves free. Sam Love loves free, free trades. <laughs> and I think Sam, what pisses you off most is all these other teams get stuff for free. Right? Yeah, it's like, about Blake time. Derek Rose got was some free. free. Derek Rose is free. <laughs> Jeez, they gave nothing for Derek Rose. I remember last year I wanted them to try and get him just to give him bench support. Yeah, like, that's the stuff Rondo. that these fans crazy, man. <laughs> if, they, if they got Rondo, man, they'd be unstoppable right now. I'm telling you right now. Because Kendrick, you say that, because Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins, Perkins was with us last night. He brought that up. And it's yeah. really interesting that if you think about where this team would be right now if Rondo was. I mean, it's. I think it's tough for someone like Danny to, to, to bring someone like Rondo in and make that decision. Because, I mean, obviously it's a gamble. I, I think you it's a, it's a risk worth, worth taking. But maybe next year he doesn't stick around or maybe, I don't know. It, it's hard to say. Danny's really weary about bringing former players back. I, I felt that way. He's only done it yeah. once. He did it with Antoine just to trade him again. And like yeah, the one guy who called that. him a snake for trading him. And then he brought him back and traded him again. Yeah, that was know. spite. That had to have been spite. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, nah, sorry, bro. You're gone. Or again. maybe he just he saw, was... maybe he just saw Brondo coming in here and just being like, Oh, this guy Brad is a clown. I don't know. <laughs> like he was gonna disrupt everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You, you could be right. Maybe to be he was afraid Ron is gonna come and just like either clash with Stevens or tell everyone like Stevens ain't shit. He's, like... he's playing for Ty Lue. <laughs> he's more of a clown than Ty Lue. <laughs> even though it's Ty Lue for himself. And, and even if the Celtics get to the NBA champion. Finals and bow out, what if Ron is like, oh, I'm gonna go to the Lakers now, or I'm gonna go to the Clippers now, I'm out of here. And Danny's like, Wow, you came here, you made this mess, and now I gotta clean it up. And, and and I don't I'm not sure if this team even believes in Brad Stevens anymore after what Ron just did. <laughs> I, I think having Pritchard was a big reason that they weren't interested either. I think God. you know it makes it hard for them to uh, make room for all those guys to get minutes. Well, but, Brad, Brad should play him more then. Damn it, he should <laughs> act like he believes in him a little more than he does. It would yeah. be nice to have Rondo for the Kemba back to back. So I'll tell you that. Yeah, Rondo's nice. team would have been. That would have been great. I, I wish right. that they had them last year in the playoffs. I'm telling you, they they probably win. They they might win it all. <laughs> they definitely or get to the finals. Yeah, yeah. They would they would they would have reached the finals and lost to Rondo and the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got yeah, the switch. You he can flip. They don't have any switch guys that, that flip yeah, the switch. Right. R.I.P. Jeff Teague. He he, he could have been, been that guy. Well, let me ask you guys something real quick. We're all hyped for Jeff Teague. Yeah, Good signing. He had a good opening night and then never show up again. How What's did up? you guys feel about what? How do you? How do you honestly? How do you think LeBron James felt about Rondo? Because I got mixed vibes. Like I felt like it was one of those things where like you're good for the team, but sometimes I'm not crazy about like the I feel way like he's you, definitely your approach. Not, not threatened, but he was definitely like this. This you needs to get off my team. <laughs> right? Yeah. He, he like, needs. To, he, there's like a pecking order not here. Threatened, but like this guy can. He has. He he has a lot of pull. You know, he can yeah. control this team. Like, <laughs> well, he's got remember, some pull. I was listening to, I think it was the Bill Simmons podcast, and Jack McMullen was on it, who is excellent, and oh, she knows Jack. everybody. And she was it talking was about how Rondo was like talking to her and saying like LeBron was like blaming the younger guys. I think it was Kuzma for like things things that were literally his fault, like a defensive like assignment, and like Rondo was like, nah, like that's not it. Like it was your fault. Right. So yeah, you're probably right. Like I remember, I, they had they had a, a actually you know what I think maybe that was the play. Like it wasn't even like they were getting into it, but obviously the cameras were all all over it. It was him. It was Rondo and LeBron, and and LeBron's like it was almost like he was like, but you know he did this, this, this that first, and Rondo's just like the calm, cool, collective, and just like 
listen to me. Listen. And then and LeBron's whole body language is just like, yo, I don't want to do this with you right now. And like, <laughs> his hands I are just in the air. He's incredulous. He can't tell me that like, it was just Rondo on some grown man-ish being like, listen, you're, you're in the wrong. No one else wants to tell you, but I'll tell you right now. Yeah, I see this camera guy right next to me. I don't care. He's recording it. Like, it was one of those kind of, Rondo like, that does was the not vibe care. I care. He yeah. does not give a shit, which and is I why I think he's good for teams like the Clippers, too, because he'll, he'll tell PG and Kawhi, like, bro, what are you doing? Like, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I remember thinking LeBron appreciates this, but he doesn't appreciate this. It's like, yeah, like he's going to take the championship and be like, man, he's going to give Rondo props. But he's going to like when the when the when the dust clears. Yo, um, can we can we upgrade Rondo with Schroeder? Okay, cool, perfect. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Like, you know, he put that word in real quick. Like, we're gonna upgrade Rondo ASAP, please, guys. Let me ask you this though: they had Rondo right now over Schroeder in these like teams without AD and LeBron. Do you think they'd be better or worse? Obviously, I think Schroeder is a better player, but could Rondo Ooh, lead? This? Good question. You know what I'm saying? Could they? He lead I think, this I think they'd be about the same. Honestly, okay. you know why? Because Rondo does a good job of empowering guys. You know? Yeah. You know what? That's actually the story you just said about Jackie Mack is a great example of that. And I think sometimes, you know, a player, I don't know, like a Grant, right? A player like Grant Williams, hearing it from someone like Rondo can go, can go a long way. I mean, not just the championship pedigree, but the attitude and the way he does it. And it's like, hey, you know, I believe in you. You know what I mean? It's not more of a, it's less of don't do that. Stop effing up. We need you. It's, it's less of that and more of, hey, I believe in you. You can do this. Keep it going. You know what I mean? Like. And I think that's what that could really that's something that could really help this team, you know, and, and, and it's culture, if you will. It's identity. Man, we've been talking about that all season. What the heck is this team's identity? The Celtics like There's I thought I was they're playing defense now. Right. Like that, I, I <laughs> what was the final was score yesterday? That defense. But it was it was relatively 104, low. Right? Like 109, 109, 104. Relatively low before yeah. free for the throws Nets, stuff for the Nets, at least very low. for the Nets. Yeah. I mean, what are the average like 122? Jeez. <laughs> Phoenix only at 86. Chicago barely cracked 100. They, oh, they've been playing beautiful. pretty good defense. That defense was, man, Phoenix is just, the, that's just that team defense. That it, It's not about, oh, the backcourt slacking or the frontcourt need to know. Like, everyone's got each other's back. You know, that's the kind of defense that, that gets this team far. That's that's what Brad Stevens' teams have usually been, you know, the, the best ones at least. Yep. Yeah, Nets are no longer the highest scoring offense in the league, though. Fun fact: they average 118.6, but the Bucks average 119.4, which is kind of crazy. You sold on Milwaukee, Joe Sway? I'm not. I, I don't. It, well, here's the reason I'm not. And when I say sold on, I mean I think they can beat the Celtics because that's all that matters to me. Because the Celtics, <laughs> the Celtics played really good basketball against Milwaukee all three times this year, and they lost the one game, but they were in position to win all three games. And yeah. the Celtics have gotten better since those games yeah i think if i'm the bucks i don't want to see the celtics yeah you know um the thing about the bucks though is like how how can they fare against the nets you know like it's it's so hard to put them in that space with the nets and the sixers do you guys put them there like no no they're like they're they're like a level below but right like they're in their own tier they're They're still a good team they're still a good team but it's just like like how can that still be the case like i i don't know I, i i like the additions they made and it obviously kept Giannis in town, but I'm I'm still sort of surprised that they're not a they don't at least have a better record this season. Hey, they got Manny and Jeff T. They've got am, Jeff T. That's all that matters. Jeff T. Oh yeah, they got T. Oh yeah, Menace. <laughs> they even got a Celtics leftover. Teague, by the way, averaging around seven points, three assists for them on 54% shooting from two point, but uh, he it's a little rough from three point out there. He's averaging like 29%. So 
But hey, he can make his layups apparently in Milwaukee well, better than it's he like can. They flipped his stats from when he was here. Those team floaters. <laughs> Those team floaters killed me. He, I, I feel like the trading of Jeff Teague really opened up the way for Robert Williams to actually. Maybe he was a problem. He, he got lobs. Maybe he was a problem. To get the right lobs, right? <laughs> he was a problem. I he think it's funny the problem. Bucks picked him up because his debut, he went off against the Bucks. Yep. And I'm like, yep. See yep. you guys don't even know about Jeff Teague. You guys slacking on the on the wild veteran. He's gonna be a great signing. <laughs> They're like, you guys let this guy walk? Did you see opening night? <laughs> He's playing 18, 17 minutes a game for them, which is crazy. It can't like, be that good. <laughs> if he plays the Celtics, he's gonna go off. Well, oh no doubt. Oh, yeah. And I'm gonna be yeah, irate. It's just, just how it goes. I'm gonna be so mad. I, I just hate when guys that I, I saw a Reddit post the other day. And it was like guys that averaged six points a game when they played the Celtics, and it was just Curry in the three point contest, like making everything. And I'm like, you know, that's that's facts. It's <laughs> how Chris Middleton got his his big deal. He started playing them in the playoffs, makes a shot from half court, and the rest is history. Yo, that yo, he was shooting like sixty seven percent from three. <laughs> that series, not a game, like just series. It was insane. Real prick, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right, so that, that's all the main topics I had for the day. But I, I do want to recycle some. Every week I give Sam some this or that questions. And I, I kind of want to recycle some and ask you, Josue, because I think it'd be great. They're not not uh, all of them are very – they're not all serious. Uh, some of them are funny. Some of them are, like, hypotheticals. But I'll start with the ones I asked Sam on our show earlier this week. So if you could have one of these guys on the team, like this current Celtics team, you don't have to get rid of anybody. You don't have to trade anybody, nothing. You just add them to the roster. Would you take Steph Curry or Joel Embiid? Steph Curry. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Sam disagreed, though. I think Sam went Embiid. I, I said right? you could go either way, but I, I just think Embiid's more of, like, a need right now. Like, it feels like kind of a hole, whereas you still have Kemba, but Curry... I mean, Robert Williams hurt. I know that sounds <laughs> so crazy to say, but... <laughs> it's like well, you bring Williams Rob Williams or, off the bench, though. But no. Yeah. Um, I just love the, the idea of having that, that sort of threat. The greatest... I was going to say arguably, but I don't know, guys. I, I, you can just take it out, right? The greatest what? shooter of all time. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, people have been saying that years. threat. That's not a stretch. Team. I know. I always try to keep Ray in the, in the, in the conversation for as long as I can because we, we knew. I, I say about a couple of years ago, we knew it's inevitable. But at oh, this yeah. point, what he's doing this year, this recent stretch <laughs> of games, yo, Steph. He's just Stop. one of my favorite players of all time to watch, honestly. Me too. Big fan of Steph. I, when I first kept LeBron got him, off the passed. throne for a couple of years. Good for him. <laughs> What'd you say? He kept LeBron off the throne for a couple of years. That's kept right. Him from winning rings. He kept Celtics fans thrilled about that. <laughs> Good no, guy, when, Steph. When 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 Pierce and Garnett got traded, that was the day I was like, all right, I got to sign up for League Pass now. Got to watch this. Got to watch these guys ride out their career. <laughs> and that coincided with the Steph era. When I tell you. At ten thirty, uh, almost every uh, every other night during the week, that I was up screaming, watching Steph score like seven <laughs> three pointers in one half one night, or or, or drop forty five in the second half on another night. Like it was it was must see TV. It's like tuning into your favorite TV show, and like you don't know the most thrilling basketball you've ever seen. <laughs> most shoot the best greatest display of shooting you've ever seen is about to happen, and then it, it would happen like week after week. It was insane, man. Like yeah. Incredible. He's great. All right, so Steph Curry over Embiid. Another one I got. Um, are you a LeBron hater, first of all? Do you hate LeBron, or are you like, meh? Uh, once upon a time. Now, all right, all right. So I don't hate LeBron. I got right, a lot of stuff I got you. 
<laughs> Sam, Sam hates LeBron. So I also have question was, for him, but I think he's a prick. But I can't, I, I can't never say, I have to mention that, you know, like I used to. Like, of course, back of, of course, day, of course. You got my, so, anyway, my nice shirt up there. Actually, I don't know if you can see it today. My, it, my it question for you, <laughs> would you rather LeBron never wins a title? He gets zero. His whole career, he gets zero. Or the 08 Celtics go back-to-back and win in 09 as well? Never won <laughs> see, that, oh, that was man. tailored for me. That was tailored for Sam, but I think it's a funny question, so I wanted to bring it up again. So, can uh, we, yeah. Can we, can we have the win game seven in 2010 instead? <laughs> yeah sure sure they can win that one uh, then you yes, choose that i'll take that all right all I'll right i gotcha <laughs> you know why that team deserved two man those guys deserve two. Yeah. you know what they were the better team the 2010 team was a better team than 20 than, than 08 that team was stacked because guys like big baby he wasn't a rookie anymore right uh you had uh nate, nate robinson wasn't on that 08 team you had tony allen two years removed from that that's when tony allen turned into Defensive, uh, all all NBA defense. Tony Allen, which was the big reason why the Celtics should have kept him. But yeah, man, I love that team. That's that's probably probably my yeah. You had to watch up Rasheed Wallace, but he was fun to watch. Like that's probably my favorite Celtics team, man. Honestly, I don't yeah, know. I mean, honestly, packing. I gotta say, oh wait, but 2010 is a special spot in my heart for 2010 because those guys, man, they they deserve to win it all. Yep, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So my next one, this is. Uh, another funny one. So <laughs> would you rather that Luke Cornett has to be the starting center? And I, by that, I mean, he has to play 20 plus minutes every game. He has to play 20 plus minutes <laughs> or Tatum can never play over 30. Oh, we need Cornette. Sorry. Bobby's going to be pumped. Bobby Manning going to be pumped. Yep. Cornette, Cornette, sorry. <laughs> yep. Bobby loves Cornette. I think, Sam, you went with no, no Tatum over yeah, 30, Yeah, I went right? with the Tatum thing because I, I thought you could work around it. I was like, ah, oh, I mean, you can work around it. <laughs> that means Jalen's playing 40 plus. Kemba. Oh, yeah. He's all, getting the whole, a big. The whole squad is playing a lot of minutes. Tatum's standing on the sideline with his hands on his hips, like pissed he can't get back in. All righty. So, next one is Would you rather have prime Ray Allen, or we'll change it. We'll do prime Ray John Rondo on this team or prime Kevin Garnett on this team? I don't think I asked you this one yet. I just made this you up. Asked, a uh, you asked me about yeah. something like this, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, Yo, I'm, I give matched me a couple prime of KG, man. Yeah. MVP KG. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, you said Larry Bird last time, Jess. I did. I said, prime, I said Prime Larry or Prime Rondo. On this team on with offensive yeah. weapons like Tatum and Brown, and, and you know he's going to make everyone play oh, yeah. on the side, so forget KG's it. Like, crazy. like the, 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 the defensive net rating would just be – insane for, I would for take like KG as an assistant basketball. coach on this yeah, team bring him in imagine bring him just yelling coach and stuff all oh. I imagine is like 2009 when he was hurt in the playoffs and he's just screaming at people that would be every game yeah Grant Williams just would be, be crying barking. every game man. <laughs> <laughs> oh no poor guy but it would make him better it would make him a it better would. player all right it would it would make but it would better. suck because now now there's social media and he has to see that shit all day the next day. <laughs> yeah. At least back then, Big Baby didn't have to, you know, see himself crying all over social media. That was ugly. That was ugly. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So I got a couple more. A couple more. This one. If you could go back and you never – I know there's more to it because it was a sign-in trade, but, like, hypothetically speaking, you could go back and you never do the Kemba for Terry swap, would you do it? Keep in mind contracts and everything. Mm. Terry's having a good year, which is why it's tough. And he makes significantly less money. 17 less million dollars. I think I still do it. I still, still do, do it. it. But, but my answer, my answer might change in a few months. It might change in a few months. 
Really? If he goes off in the postseason and this team goes to the finals, okay, you you're gonna your answer would change to that question too. Yeah, but it's tough. Yeah, hundred. But it's a really that's a really good question though because Terry on this team, you think the record would be drastically different though? I think yes because he could a play back to backs, which isn't Kemba's fault, but it's just the reality. He could b probably play better defense than Kemba, and realistically, they're very similar players in terms of the fact that they're just gonna get you buckets. So I don't know. And me, I don't know if you could argue Kemba's probably a little bit better of a playmaker than Terry, but in terms of defense, he'd help there. He'd be healthy all the time. So I'd lean towards at this point, maybe I don't do it, but I don't know. Yeah. I'd say maybe, maybe plus, maybe what, plus seven wins, maybe? Realistically. Something Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be, I put them in really good good. shape right now. Yeah. I put them (laughs) in really good shape. We wouldn't be talking about no playing tournament for sure. Yeah. They cannot get into this playing tournament, guys. Before we, before we wrap up here, I got to make sure I I get that out there. Oh, yeah. They cannot go into this playing tournament. All right. Seven or eighth is not ideal. And as much as I think this team can, can, um, you know, up against some of the best teams, they can give them a good fight. You don't want to see that happen in the first round. <laughs> they have to get their feet wet, you know. If they're going to play against the the, the the Nets or the Sixers, round two or, or Eastern Conference Finals, you don't want to see them in the first round. That's not ideal. Maybe you do want to see the Nets in the first round. <laughs> no. Maybe, no, also, I'm not joking. Like, they've got Harden out, and he's supposed to be back be by the playoffs, which he had 1,000%. He will that's be. That's the guy, man. That's the one I'm worried about, man. That dude, that guy can hop in there, even a 70% Durant. Not good for the Celtics team. No, I don't know. Just imagine what would have happened last night if he was out there. Oh, I agree. Jeez, Durant God. is the killer. He, he, Kyrie. It doesn't matter if if you have if you just swap them yesterday. The Celtics lose probably by fifteen. Mm. Oh yeah. Durant has been killer against Celtics his whole career. I don't remember a game where he's played them where he hasn't been like killer against the best everybody. guy. Yeah. By I can't four, remember by a far. bad Durant game like oh, I, I that, against any team. Well, I mean, I they lost three Sam. in a row against Golden State in 2016. All right, yeah, they, 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 they I see, did. I see what Sam's saying. Like, get them, get them while they're weak right now because yeah. they might start off a little slow in the, in, the, in the playoffs. But, yeah, with Durant, it's just different, man. He's a different beast. You know who I want to see play the Nets? I want to see the Knicks face off against the Nets in the first round. That would be such a great series. I would Knicks love Knicks are balling right now, man. I like it. I love. I was, I was telling Sam this last time. I love watching the Knicks. I, I like seeing them succeed. Julius Randle's a killer. That dude is so good this season. I didn't know he was I, that good. I didn't either. Honestly, no one did. I don't honestly, think he knew he was that good. <laughs> I don't think he knew. Uh, yeah, no, did, that, that's crazy. Did, what he did this year uh, made me think of what Brandon Ingram did last year. I know Ingram was he was kind of he had a better season, but two guys that were just like yeah. I didn't see them doing that <laughs> or, or being being that dominant, and they both did it. Yeah, wouldn't it be crazy if they were on the same team with you know maybe a D'Angelo Russell or something? That'd be that'd be absolutely wild. Oh, Lonzo Ball, Magic, <laughs> or Jordan Ball. Clarkson there too. Oh man, they'd have a really nice lineup, huh? <laughs> I mean, their team won right a championship there. last year, so it's, yeah, it's I don't not think like they're, they're bad. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're, they're but... so good. Yo, I yeah. still think it's crazy that Horford, Hayward, Marcus Morris, Terry oh. Rozier, like, yo, that Kyrie, was a squad. <laughs> These dudes Tatum, had a squad. Brown. I saw on Facebook like a couple weeks ago, someone put that up. and was like, yo, yeah. I can't believe all these dudes played on the same team before. <laughs> they lost. The oh, no, no, no. I think it was, I think it was, yo, imagine if all these guys were on the same team. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they lost, like you said. That was not good. And I, yeah. I still will take it that they should have won that series. I don't know. 
I told remember about a month ago, Jack, I was saying like I watched like a couple like the highlights of that and I was like, how yeah, the hell I don't know did why you did that? Like, <laughs> like it was why like do that? Pat was killing them and yeah. George Hill was killing them. It's like, uh, are you fucking kidding me? Like these guys are awful. Maybe not George Hill, but Connaughton. I don't even know if he gets minutes now. <laughs> he gets some. He gets some. I mean, hey, Budenholzer in the playoffs will always choke. So that's why I don't mind playing them. Budenholzer, he's not a playoff guy. You, like, what was he doing last he year? He was sorry, that playing... time. What? Okay, but against the Heat last year, you're playing Marvin Williams. Like, what? Why yeah. Why is he touching the floor? He shouldn't even sniff the court. Right, anyways, that's another tangent. But, uh, yeah, we, we can wrap it up. Uh, appreciate you joining us today, uh, Joe Sway, on the show. Your Twitter, at Joe underscore Sway. Is that still correct? That's right. That's right. Follow me on Twitter, man. Appreciate it, guys. For sure, for sure. Thank you for joining us. Joe Sway Pavone from CLNS Media. This has been From the Rafters. I'm Jack Simone, Jack Simone NBA on Twitter. You can follow us at Banner Town USA on Twitter. And Sam, wrap us up. Yeah, thanks a lot, Joe Sway, for coming on. You are on the Cedric Maxwell podcast, which is one of the very few podcasts I actually listen to, and I enjoy very much. What's up, man? Appreciate it. Yeah, I look <laughs> Jack almost spit out his water. Every week. <laughs> yeah, um, get, some, get, some, yo, get some podcasts in your playlist, man. You got to do it. Mm-hmm. I always listen to music, but I always listen when I when I go to the gym. That's what I do is I, I listen to podcasts. It makes the time go by fast for some reason. Yeah, I used to do the same thing, and then I, I started getting more into other podcasts because so, I'm like, man, how can I – like, I, I can't be working a podcast, telling people to listen to it. I don't listen to anyone else's podcast, so I got I got a little playlist going. So, But, yes, check out the Cedric Maxwell podcast if you don't already. It's a good, good listen. Uh, follow Joe Sway on Twitter, of course. Uh, CLNS, check out their stuff. Their people have been very nice to us, of course. Jack works with them very closely all the Definitely. time. Very busy. You can follow, follow YouTube. Jack. Subscribe, man. We got a lot of great content coming out. It's already yes, up sir. there right now. Check us out. Sir. They got to talk to Perk yesterday. That's Yo, Perk dope. was a trip last night, man. Funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. It'll be up there. Either uh, either there or uh, clnsmedia.com. Go check it out. Uh, you can follow Jack on Twitter at Jacks1NBA. Follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA. If you're watching on YouTube, which we will be up on, like, share, subscribe. Sub- definitely subscribe. I think we're almost at 50, right, Jack? Yeah, we're getting there. We're chugging along. Nowhere near CLNS, but we're, we're, ch- yeah. we're chugging along. We, we're, we're the little guy, man. You gotta you gotta you gotta fight for the little guy. <laughs> the little but guy. you could you could follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's our show for today. Bye. <laughs>